0: And we are live. You can catch us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. So come check us out. We'll be right back with you, Hallers. We'll be right back.
1: Over baz. I'm Ronnie Adams and
0: I'm Jacob Casas. and this episode is called Roaring 23. Um, we are here with a special guest right now. So if um, we're going to have him introduce himself and, and tell us a little bit about what he does. This is all entrepreneurship right here. So I want you you introduce yourself and tell us what you do.
2: How's it going everybody? My name is Danny McGuire and uh, I'm in the nightlife business, uh, the restaurant business, and also uh, one of the insurance business here in California.
0: So, how long you been in the nightlife business for?
2: I've uh, been in the nightlife business for quite a few years already. Ever since uh, you know we're uh, our younger teens, we're promoters uh, from the back in the '90s, the, the backyard uh, party scene, back in the rebel days, and when oh uh, wow, okay, yeah. So we go back uh, that far back, and then. Uh, that evolved from doing backyards into doing um, nightclubs in Rosarito. So we were one of the first uh, promoters to go into Rosarito before, before our Baja Beach Fest and
0: all these other bigger events. Oh, wow. So, so you started as a promoter? Yeah. And then you built promoter. an empire? Absolutely, yes. yes. So because yes. we came upstairs seeing that you get people getting haircuts over here and oh, everything. Yeah. We're like, you got a hole upstairs over here. Oh, yeah. No, this that's place our, is amazing. That's,
2: mar- that's my marketing team. Um, one of the best in the in the industry, and you know it's it's a matter you you want them to feel comfortable to be here as long as they want, um, you know. So today we had a luncheon, uh, you know, the guys getting haircuts up here. So you know, because when you're 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 creating, you don't know at what time that idea is going to hit you. So these guys are allowed to be in here at whatever time they want, They're working on their projects and whatnot.
0: So. so so you're a creator, because because the thing is, all this came from somebody's imagination. Right. So all this came from your mind. I mean so, so you understand the, the like the, the whole moments of creativity when they come out.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think that what the part of that I enjoy the most is creating and working with my marketing team. You know, I'm not I'm not a numbers guy. I'm not I don't deal with accounting, counting as they report to me and whatnot, but I'm not here to um, you know, the count numbers or whatnot. My job is to create um, images to create. Uh, create some that will drive traffic to what we do and, and hopefully have, help us have successful events.
1: That's awesome because you know what I caught off that last part is he said I'm not in that you know yeah. I know what's going on but I have a team that is doing what needs to be done so this all this whole production can be what it is.
0: Yeah and I like that because you know that's my whole thing I, I'm in the, I like the, the same part that you like I like in my business. Right. I like the branding side I like exactly. the look of things. I like all that. And I had to deal with it at the beginning, the numbers and all that kind of stuff. But right. later on, you let other people do that. You just handle mm-hmm. the, the stuff that you like. Yeah, like, exactly. You know what I mean? That's cool, actually. Like, cause he has the same mindset I got when it comes Definitely. to that. Definitely. Which is cool. Right.
2: No, and cool. you think about it, I mean, with multiple venues and in multiple counties, you know, because every county is different, you know, you got to, it's always.
1: Regulations.
2: We're working around the clock. You're <laughs> thinking about, you know, what's. What is downtown LA? What brings out people in downtown LA to our mm. venue versus mm-hmm. downtown San Diego? You know, it's, it's two different roads, even though we're in the same uh, state, but it's you know, trying to find these ideas that really help us out.
0: So you own Prohibition right, right here in downtown Riverside. Right. You own uh, another, another restaurant I heard right here. What right. is the restaurant?
2: We just opened up a new restaurant here uh, next door to DTE, which is called Estrella Taqueria. Okay. So it's basically, um, you know, it's something that we wanted to do for such a long time because we own Prohibition for a long time. And then we have this nightclub, we have Salvatore, which is Italian cuisine in San Diego. But we want to go back to our roots, which is, you know, our, our family from Mexico. And um, we want to touch those roots. And so we created... Um, the venue which is Estrella which is my mother's last
0: name oh okay yep. keep it in the family yeah that's yeah. cool that's cool yeah, exactly so, so what we do with House Over we try to ask a lot of entrepreneurs okay. like, like there's a um, a foundation that right. a, lot, a lot of entrepreneurs live by because I mean you gotta understand I mean the people, our lives are different as business owners. Correct. It's not like the normal people. Like there's always a foundation that kind of keeps us grounded. Definitely. And what I wanted to ask is, is the the first part that that I deal with as an entrepreneur, and I know a lot of people that that we interviewed, is God fearing. Right. So, so where is that in your life? Are you a God-fearing person? Is is he, is is he the foundation of, of at least what you what you're doing and things like that?
2: I believe so. You know, I mean, I'm not like a major, big-time uh, religious person. I can't tell you that I'm at church every Sunday. Right. But I mean, obviously, you know, I do acknowledge and, and I respect that he's the Creator, and um, I've been very extremely blessed
3: That's
1: myself
2: fire. and and my family, and um, you know, we wouldn't we wouldn't be here um, had it not been for the upbringing that we had that was, you know, we, at that time as a kid, you're brought up with the background, Yes. By, by that background, yes. <laughs>
0: <put it laughs> mom makes you go, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we were going
2: to teach four or five times a week, I'm like, man, how <laughs> come the next year, kid. right, I'll right, <laughs> year. so, uh, but definitely, you know, we grew up with a lot of morals, a lot of restrictions, and, and I think that, that led us to, um, you know, to, to grow up the kind of way that we did, and, and you know, we, we have a partnership between me and my brothers, and we're very, very tied to this day. That's just, uh, um sad. And I think that a lot has to do with, with that upbringing and having, you know, the religious upbringing that we have. But, you know, now as, as an adult, um, as busy as I am, um, you know, I don't get to go to church as, as much as I should, but I do keep a close relationship with God for prayer and whatnot, so.
1: And acknowledging that he is a lot. He's he, he's, he's helping you all oh, through Well the world.
0: even being disciplined in that, you're, you're, I feel like parents back then helped us be disciplined even if we want to be. Right. Like so it kind of helped that discipline in you to like be able to run a business and do things because you're like my mom's making me go to church five times a week. Right. So you kind of used to the <laughs> discipline aspect of things. No, yeah, right? yeah,
2: exactly. You know, so you think that as a kid That's those good. Kids are not gonna uh-huh. follow you as an adult, but they do, you know, those those things that you that 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 you were disciplined, like being at church five days a week. And having to get up—I mean, I was—we were the only kids on the block having to wear ties <laughs> and suits. To, you know,
1: and we, had to get up early on a Sunday yeah, after a exactly. long day on Saturday.
2: Yeah, you know, we grew up as—you um, know—our our religion as kids was Jehovah's witnesses. So, oh, okay. But we were in that church. We we're knocking on doors. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Eight yeah. o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? we at the donut shop giving out uh, the Awake and watchtowers. So, definitely, it was—it was a lot of discipline. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I wanted to get into leadership right, right. So, so so as an entrepreneur um, as a man, I feel like in general right. um, we, we talk about this with a lot of entrepreneurs. So a man I feel like immediately is already especially if you have a family and you have kids, right. you're automatically put as a leader It's like it's like a gene in your body you have to be a leader right, right. because you' got to lead your family period right so you have no choice right. so I want to kind of get into that so you have a big operation. Yeah. You have a lot of places that you own, a lot of different businesses, restaurants, things like that. Right. That is like an ultimate leader of what you do. How do you become that leader, and what do you do on a daily basis to be, to be the person that you are to lead these people?
2: I think that um, most important, you know, you, you build something that people will believe in mm-hmm. and they respect, mm-hmm. they respect you for it. That's they, good. They trust what you build, you know. And, and what happens is that you start to attract quality people that want to be on like your team, you know what I mean? Now I have, you know, we have attorneys that work for us, we have accountants that work for us that, you know, went to, you know, some Ivy League schools and whatnot. So, um, but you, you know, you build a foundation that people they want to be a part of, you know what I mean? They want, and they want to see you get to that next level. So, but you always, as the leader, um, you gotta set the example, of, you know, by your hard work ethics. Come to work every day. I mean, these guys, anybody in, in, in these office will tell you, Daddy's here at the office almost every day. Wow. I don't need to be. You know, I mean, I'm at that point where I could basically probably work mobile, but I understand that being here, being with my team, them f- knowing that I'm here with them is what's important.
0: Not even that, since you kind of have, like, the same mindset that I have when it comes to the branding things, you probably kind of love it. Right. Right, you probably love seeing your, the buildings that you guys built. That's you good. You guys did things, like, the way you guys are doing things, building your brand, building the buildings, it probably gives you joy. Yeah,
2: right? definitely. Yeah, you know, I mean, if, you, if you're if you here in Riverside or you pass through Riverside and you, you come across through downtown, you're going to see a building on the other side of the freeway that has our brands huge, huge, you know, so we, We we have a building uh, because we have a whole other company on the other side of the freeway, but I take advantage of that building space I have. It's a humongous warehouse, and I build this huge banner with our brands on there because I wanted people to know when you're coming to Riverside. Uh, Just a reminder that that we're here and we're in town.
0: This is your hood. That's
2: (laughs) yeah. Yeah. You run downtown Riverside. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Rightfully so. That's
1: right. I definitely want to go back a little bit um, to um, even the backyard right. entertainment, because that's huge, you know, growing, growing up, um, what was your dreams and aspirations before you started all this whole production? Did you, you know, growing up, Would you know, did you play sports, or how was, what was growing up like for you? Well, what was your dreams and aspirations before all of this?
2: Right. Well, going back to the sports thing, the sports thing is tied of tied into the religion thing, because as a because of the religion that we are in, they, they uh, dissuade you from joining, they were not being into sports, sports teams and all that. So we, we were never allowed to play sports as kids, you know, which is tough, right? Because everybody's playing baseball or soccer. So, um, uh, you know, and, and coming from a poverty background, we were, we were forced to kind of to, to get to working at an early age.
1: Oh, so know? it was right at work. Oh
2: yeah, the, I remember. Um, right away. I remember being 13 years old and selling um, selling candies out of boxes through through organization, but you know we would come home from school about five, uh, about four o'clock, and by five o'clock we we're already on the streets.
1: So that's where a lot going of house to, discipline came from yeah, too. House to house selling,
2: <laughs> selling uh, you know candies and whatnot and. Um, so, you know,
1: it was, it was not really, unfortunately, there wasn't that much time for sports. It was just... But what did you really want to do at that moment and at that time when all of this was going on? What did, what was in your heart to say, I want to do this in life? You know, man, I think that, that I just,
2: I didn't, I wanted to get out of, of the conditions that I was living in because you mm-hmm. can't control that. You know what I mean? Your parents don't have the education. They don't have the resources. So... You know, it, it just—I just—I just remember, like, I just—I want a whole different lifestyle for myself. You know, and um, I'm gonna go through what I gotta go through. And
1: the and, sky was the limit for you, the opportunity. Yeah, exactly. and, 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 You
2: know, and, and I think that when we—I turned 16 years old, we started back in those days. It was a party crew. The party crew was very popular mm-hmm. in the That's 90s. What it yeah, is, uh, yes. <laughs> so. I started to throw these backyard parties, and I seen the ability to make money mm-hmm. promoting um, a backyard party. And from there, I it took off from there. I never. Where were you
1: throwing these backyard parties at?
2: We're throwing them in San Bernardino. So in <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Dino. yeah, the dino. We're probably there. We're yeah. probably there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah, we're I started in San Bernardino. But what what I had the ability to do. Is that I started chapters in different cities, so I went from San Bernardino, we went from Rialto to Pomona, San Diego, LA. Yeah. So as time grew,
1: that's huge.
2: Yeah, yeah. And so because we covered, we were, uh, you know, and I was always basically the head of this organization as we as we grew. So when we grew to a certain extent, when we moved into Rosario nightclubs or whatever, it was. You know, we, we created this system that if even if you were at an 18 overnight club in downtown LA or Hollywood or in Riverside or the Dino, we were flowering the whole area. You know, we, were, we would make 35, 40,000 flyers and cover such a vast area. Yeah, so definitely. So, and what happened is that, you know, we, we, we spent a lot of time in Rosarito. We built a nightclub. We owned a nightclub there very, for a oh, short what period of time. Was that? Um, it was called Planet Rosarito, which is now where Senor Frogs is at. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Senor Frogs is right on the strip. That used to be our club for a short period oh, of time. Wow. But you know, we're we're young, and um, it wasn't our time. But it was, you know, it was definitely um, it was a, a a
0: learning lesson for sure. Well, that's the thing is um, when you're young and you're trying to to build something, those are the um, the moments that get you to become where you're at now. Yeah, a lot of the times, if you don't, if you're not, you don't go through those moments of of trying to build something, and maybe you failed, maybe it wasn't, you know, you feel like it wasn't your time, you wouldn't be here where you are if you didn't go through that. No, definitely. I mean, you need those, you need trial and error to learn from it, you know, but if you're not
2: learning from your mistakes and making the adjustments and, um, you know, you continue to make those until those, oppor- you only have so much opportunities in life, you know, and if you don't learn from it so you could capitalize on the next one, then they all close, and then, you know, you life passed you by so exactly
1: I mean I think that's awesome how you started like, yeah, exactly. you know it, it was like promoter you know to, to
0: this yes yeah, that's, that's and, and from
1: religion being 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 in this discipline. box di- even discipline but being in you, you there's no activities but this is what you do right you know you're going to go to church you're going to serve God and and, and that's it yeah, exactly but there's more to life as you felt than right. just that Oh, there's definitely. business, there's education, there's entrepreneurship, Exactly. you know, and there's a whole world out there. And your mind was like, I'm in a box, but I got to get out of this box. Right. You know, I got to experience more than just this, what I'm given and what I'm taught. Right. I love what I'm taught, you know, because it's, my, it's necessary. Right. But it's still more out there that I have to experience in this life. Exactly. And that's where you went to another level. You know, in, yeah, no, in and everything what you were taught in this and took it to another level.
2: Well, you gotta have the determination. You know, what I mean, a lot of these kids out here they're trying to make it um, in the nightlife, and um, but you know, I mean, you can't just you can't just drive by motivation, be motivated because you want to be driving the, you know, the the new oh, BMW oh, yeah, and this yeah. shit. You know I me mean? because at at one point that motivation runs dry. Yeah, you know what I mean, you gotta be determined, and when you get determined, you start putting plans together and you start putting goals. Together, instead of just like, I want to be in that freaking, the the Lambo. You know, what I mean, I've had every single exotic car you could think about. I've done that already. I'm I'm, I'm past that, but um, what
1: is it really about to you?
2: That was just about building blocks to give people opportunity. Like, I'm good where I'm at. You know, what I mean, I could retire tomorrow and I'd be perfectly fine. But I just that's fire. I like to see the you know people working in this team and building stuff and and let their creativity now just run with it. You know what I mean? And working with these younger guys and, and you know, seeing how, how much they're willing to push their self-abilities and whatnot.
0: And it's the age, because I feel like I'm at that level too now. It's the age. Right. I feel like the older we get, the different mindset we have, mm-hmm. like the things that used to mean something mean nothing anymore. Right. That's good. Oh, absolutely. And that's, that's kind of crazy to think about, because I just barely kind of hit that point in my, in my time. Right. Now I'm like, I feel like the things that like meant so much to me when I was growing up, I mean nothing now. And it's more about building and it creating. Because we know that we build brick by brick. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, look at you. Look what you've done. Right. I mean, if you if really sit down, do you ever sit down and kind of sit back and, and just let, like, quiet the noise <laughs> and let, just sit back and be like, dang, this is what I built? Yeah.
2: I try sometimes, you know, but you're just like, you're moving too fast. The next All shit time. comes along yeah. and you're yeah. like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to hit
0: this. And the next thing comes along and... You know, to the point like, where does it stop? See, see I have friends that do that to me sometimes. They're like, hey, "Sit back and look what you did." Yeah. And I'm like, so, so I feel like that's a good thing to, to reflect on. But at the same time, it, it, it's, I feel like it kind of gets in the way too because you want to just keep moving. Yeah. Like it ain't, exactly. it ain't,
2: it ain't enough. But I promise I'm, you, I'm, now I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm not gonna open no more, <laughs> no more things up. Let me just, I'll, I'll work with what I have. Because you know, I mean, the yeah. hardest part that one of the hardest things I've learned to deal with is is the power of saying no. Why, and and what what I'm referring to is that when you have built a label or a brand that people trust in you so much. They
0: trust now. Yeah, I mean,
2: you're gonna have people, investors coming up and saying, I got a half a million dollars, I wanna invest. I got $250,000, I wanna invest. And on the other side, you have these venues saying, we're out, could you buy us out? And you look at it like from the surface, it looks like a golden opportunity. And everybody's like, wow, this guy opened up another place. But at the end of the day, when everybody goes home, you're the guy there. Dealing with it all. Exactly. You know, you're the one that's... It's
0: all on your shoulders. That major
1: decision. And that
2: is when you feel like, okay, well, this is what I've got myself into, you know? Mm-hmm. This, this is you. what I've built now. This is great. What, what yes. am I going to come out with tomorrow? You know what I mean? How, everybody's gone. You know what I mean? I'm here, so... And, and what do we do to... To drive traffic, to drive customers to this place, because at the end of the day, they all went home. They came, they did their job. But at the end of the day, as the leader, it's my responsibility. Right. You know, so. everybody goes home,
0: and and they, they they depend on you for that check. Yeah. And you're the one that has to put everything still on your shoulders.
2: Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I understand that. But I think that's at the point where I'm at now. You know, I mean, at the point where like, okay, I've I've opened up venues. I have enough restaurants, nightclubs. I have. 42 offices throughout California. Wow, really? And so basically, my my other primary business is Bell Bonds. I've built a Bell Bond empire in California, probably one of the, the largest companies in California. Wow. And a lot of people don't know that about me. I don't, sometimes I do advertise it, um, but I've been doing that for such a long time. So imagine on top of the venues, on top of the, the restaurants, you know, 42 Bell Bond offices, and that's, through the, wow. the California that's in Texas Idaho Florida so nice that's I want
3: to experience. say
1: some real quick congratulations on your accomplishments oh thank
2: you I appreciate that that's
1: everything
0: thank you so, so with a lot of that being said I kind of wanted to come up and I have a question for you then so this is a question and that, success yeah thank you <laughs> so, so the question I have is I had this question asked to me before and just to just to let you know how how much I opened up to it on, on, when, when when I talked about it is um, I want to ask you when a time that you felt you had to be courageous in your business. But the thing is, is to be in order to be courageous, you had to go through fear. Now, fear is a big deal when you have a business. I'm sure you've been through the, the, the majority of like the massive amount of fear that you probably never thought you would have. Like right. Like with me. I mean, I almost lost my business three times and he was around for a lot of that time. And um, and the amount of fear that I had trying to, to keep my business rolling, being negative in my bank account, and I had payroll the next day. Right. Coming to the point where I'm like, how am I going to do this? And, I, and I, we figured it out. And we always end up figuring it out. But um, but I wanted to ask you, because you, you, you're at a whole other level than I am. Right. Right? Your businesses, you have multiple businesses, you have multiple locations. Right. Where is the moment you probably felt the most fear in, in your entrepreneurship life? where you had to be courageous and push forward from that.
2: I think that um you know you when you when you become when your success hits a certain point that and, and you know it's it's hard to understand this but it, it took me you know some time to understand you because the truth is you become a target. You know what I mean, you become a target um and lawsuits can, they could collapse you. I'm, it doesn't matter how big you think you are, how strong you think you are, how you know, invulnerable mm-hmm. you think you are. But, you know, so you, you that's the biggest, that becomes the biggest fear factor. And the reason why is because, you know, you might be hit by somebody that you think is close to you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that person is the one following a suit, um, you know, so, you learn to to deal with that type of uh i don't know if you want to say betrayal yeah um what it is but they you know they see you for some that you, you had no idea about you know what i mean everybody's seeing you as a dollar figure now, you know what I mean, and I remember when I was coming up, I wasn't at the point I'm at now, and I had a conversation with a you know a successful person that was. Already at that level, and I remember they told me very clearly, it's going to get to the point where you got to build yourself a fortress of attorneys. Yeah.
0: I had no clue what they were talking about, but
2: y'all listen a target. up.
1: Listen up. Yeah, they need to listen, listen to this because up.
0: Cause that's real. Because I've actually been through that same thing. Probably not yeah. At your level, but betrayal and things that you, th- you people that you thought that would have your back to the end of time. Right. Exactly. And, and they completely try to destroy you, but you end up winning. Obviously, you keep winning. They're yeah. still here, right? Right. And that's the same thing with me. I'm still there and they're not. So so at the end of the day, like I feel like God does have our backs on that for some reason. Like maybe we're the ones in the right. Right. You know, at the end of the day. And and, and I understand exactly what you're talking about. Oh no, yeah, definitely. But people don't know that side of, see when when I mean, people they think
1: it's all bread and butter. They, yeah, they
0: think it's yeah, exactly. beautiful. Entrepreneurship is, is is just beautiful, vacations and all that. But we know the real. Right. So that's why I always want to talk to entrepreneurs on, on the real, because the people that want to get in it, they need to know the real.
1: I was talking to I was talking to my business partner today, and um, the first thing that you know I explained was, you think this is just get in business, you have an idea, and everything's going to flow if you're lucrative and you have you know you're making money. I said in in real business life. People know you making money, they trying to figure out a way how you. to sue you.
2: Oh yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> you know, you got of, the money, they want your money.
2: You know, these people like it. I'll <laughs> wear a nice like piece that. of jewelry sometimes. Like, You're not afraid to be wearing about that piece of jewelry. I'm not, afraid of, I'm not afraid about from the guy that's gonna fucking take, you know, a fucking five thousand dollar, ten thousand dollar a piece of jewelry from me. Right. I'm afraid of the fucking guy that's gonna fucking sue my ass right. for 250000 hundred and fifty, two hundred and fifty thousand because it's it's been done. You know, I've 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 been there before, so you know, as, as, as an entrepreneur, you just, you got to learn how to do shit right, Yeah. I mean, and I've had these conversations with a lot of these young guys, you know, opening these marketing agencies and this and that, and I was like, you know what, man, I just, I hope you protect yourself very well, and because at the end of the day, that's, you know, the the last person you think is going to come after you.
4: Right. Does it make you close off on a lot of people?
2: It has now, definitely, you know, I mean, I've, I've, I've changed, um, I've changed in that aspect of who I allow it to get close to me. You know, what I mean, and a lot of people will be like, "Why you hang out with that guy?" Like, you know, he's he, he's not rich and he's not he doesn't make no money because he doesn't want my fucking
0: position. Yes, you thank I mean? you, dude. That's
2: yeah. exactly how it is. <laughs> like, you
3: know,
2: yeah, definitely. Well, why you hang out with that guy? He ain't got no fucking money and and he's he's not on your level because he don't want my fucking position because he don't want, you know, he's. He's cool with being in where he's at and where I'm at. You know what I mean? It's, it's the people that want to replace real you. Real friends. Exactly. You know and I mean? that's
0: hard to find when you're on top of it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because yeah. even real friends that you thought were real friends end up becoming enemies. No, oh, man, enemy. shit.
2: The yeah, first, yeah, so yeah, definitely.
0: The Is people that, cool that have like betrayed me in business have been, been my closest
2: friends. That's, and that's the truth.
0: Well, welcome, Rico. How you doing today? Hair looking fresh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. His, his mic's on? It's good? It's good I can't He's hear good. It. Okay, I was going to make sure. I was going to make sure. Okay, yeah, so that's like the part that I want, always want to give the people out there. And uh, we're live on YouTube right now. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's the that's kind of information I feel like the people need. That's why we're a small percentage. O- owner Entrepreneurs, the right. real business owners are a small percentage. So I dealt with you did, I did on a smaller scale. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. So, But regardless, you know that your friends become smaller and smaller and oh, smaller yeah, exactly. the more you grow definitely. And, and I'm sure you understand that.
2: Well, you know what, man, it's like, um, you know, it's, it's a heartbreak that you get used to after a while because, you know, it's part of fucking business, man. And if you don't, you know, it got to a point where I was just like, you know, man, get your fucking heart and your emotions out of this shit because it's, obviously it, ha- it happened once it happened twice. And that's just, you know what I mean? People, it's someone that, that says I could be him and that's cool. You know what I mean? Become me, but just don't do it on my coattails. You know what I mean? Don't do it being part of my infrastructure. Don't do it by fucking filing a dumbass lawsuit or friggin' a lawsuit against me or whatever because, um, you know, and, that, and that's just what you learn in life. You know, you learn and it, your
0: circle becomes small. You know what I mean? He said that's a heartbreak you got to get used, used to. Used to. That was that's, fire. Yeah, that is. Listen to that. That's going to be. That's going to be a slogan, right? Yes. There. <laughs> because that, that's that's real. And people just do not understand that. People right. that want to get in business, that's something they're going to have to deal with no matter what. You yeah.
1: lose that's friends. It. You lose family. you know. Oh, definitely. You, you lose support.
2: And I've lost them all. I've lost friends and family. I've built a, one of the biggest Balbon empires in in California, very stronghold that we have on uh, markets. And I'm in Sacramento. I'm in San Diego. I'm in Oakland. I'm in San Francisco. I'm everywhere, you know? So, uh, but it... It hasn't been, you know, it's it's was a lot of hard work, a lot of time away from my kids on the road, building offices. Um, you know, so when you, you don't know, I, I didn't inherit this. I built it, Definitely. you know what I mean? So I learned to protect this with everything I got now, you know, because, like I said, the betrayal just happened once, happened twice, and the third time I was like, uh-uh. I, it happens now, I don't give a fuck. You it, know what I mean? Good luck. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: And, it, and it's hard to even hang out with people that you actually work with because you know that things can happen. Yeah. So you kind of like distance yourself from that too. Oh, right? yeah,
2: absolutely. You
0: hang around with certain people that people, like you said, that when they're telling you, why are you hang out with that person? That got, person got no money.
2: Yeah, exactly. Because
0: they don't want what you need, what you got. Absolutely. And that's a different, whole different level of understanding. You're at a whole other level, and I understand oh. what, what you're talking about when you say that.
2: Yeah, definitely. And it has, it's, you know sometimes it takes people that kind of went through what you've been through to understand that. Yeah. You know what I mean yeah I could be fucking hanging around this guy and that guy and you know and I see a lot of these guys that make it big and they're so fucking thirsty to hang around with artists and freaking yes. famous people and this and that I, mm-hmm. I'm I don't I've been through that shit already. You know yeah. what I mean I've hung around with with top artists and, and top celebrities and, and I've been to some of the craziest parties in Hollywood but at the end of the day, that shit disappears. And, and a, lot no, of it,
1: a lot of it is, and I want to say this. I don't mean to cut you no, off. No, no, go for it. A lot of this is, uh, you see, they, they, they wasn't there in the beginning. And now they want to show, how can I be a part? Oh, yeah. And how can I get what, you know, how can I come up off of him? Yeah. Or what can I, how can I get what he has, you know?
0: Well, the thing is, too, we were just talking. So I, I, this is the, the, what you just said is crazy. So I haven't even hung around celebrities like at, at, at your yeah. level at all right? And, and, and when I was younger, obviously, you want to hang out with celebrities. I haven't even done that. I don't even care to do that. Yeah. So when, when he's talking to me, because we can get celebrities on this show. Right. And I was telling him, we were talking to my like, dude, I don't want celebrities on this show. I want real. real talk. We, yes. we, we, exactly. we can get them later, maybe once in a while yeah. for feed or whatever. Right. Right. But in reality, I don't care. Right. I'm not going to be like, sitting there like, oh my God, look who's here. I don't yeah. care. No. Right. Exactly. And we were talking about that because it doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't mean anything. Right. You reach a certain level in your, in your mind. I'm not going to say even money-wise. In your mind, when you do things as an entrepreneur, you go through some crazy things, man. Yeah. Whereas, as an entrepreneur, you, where you live through that, and you're like, people are just people. It's about who and, Yeah. To. And so, yeah. so, when you talk to them, you want to relate with them on that level. Right. If, exactly. they're, if they're just, like, out there, you're like, I'm, you might as well call them out right there, then. Right, because exactly. that's that's where we're at. Like I feel like let's just talk business. Let's, I want the people to understand because a lot of the times they're not going to understand where you went, where you went through. Right. It's, you're going to scare a lot of people from wanting to be business owners. <laughs> right. Over I mean, and, and, and
1: you and you also see your support system in the beginning and how they didn't support you in the beginning. We talk about this a right. lot. Yes. And then All of a sudden, you should get to n- that. Now you should that ask you... them that question. That's a good one.
0: <laughs> the yeah. support system.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, how, so what is your support system like? You know, like who who who. Who's your biggest support system? Yeah, assistant? who's your biggest support system? Well, my partners and my brothers. From brother, the beginning to the end.
2: I would have to say my brothers, man. They're my partners. Um, That's good. We got five, right? It, it, there's five of us all together. Um, and and you know what? Fuck, man, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the partnership that we've created. And, you know, we keep each other in check. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I am part of the nightlife. And, um, you know, a lot of th- stuff comes along and the partying and, and, and the women and you know, so everybody goes through it. That's I think that's in the nightlife. But, you know, they've been, you know, where where I was kind of slipping. that you know, they would come to the time like, like a kid. Hey, sit your ass down. Like, don't look at it. You see all this shit that we created. Like, you're gonna fuck it off. You know, um, by you know making mistakes or with this and that. So. Good. You know, they we're we're together with the good and the bad. So it's an amazing fucking support system. So that, they're the biggest support have. system for yeah, sure. your exactly. brothers.
4: That's what's up. And I see that yeah. you guys um you guys raised uh, uh, well grew up in San Bernardino. Yeah, Musco, yeah, okay. okay. Muscoy. I so yes. I grew up in Rialto, right on the oh, other side okay. of the train track, right. You know what I mean? Literally, right, oh really, right there. Yeah, so in north
2: uh, north Rialto, north Rialto. Oh okay, um, cool. right there by the 15, and then yeah, absolutely.
4: So, right. but that's crazy. So because the area that you grew up in. Now it's it's better, but back then, oh my! Yeah, it was, uh, My mom wouldn't even let me go to schools
3: No, towards that way. It, it was, was bad. Like, you
4: know, it was bad. So you guys, San, San Bernardino is San like, Bernardino. But you know what? <laughs> <to> come out you're, and you're here now, It's But
2: when you're like growing up there, you know to you. It's, it's, a, it's <laughs> like normal. Yeah, it's like, exactly. normal. You're used to it. And then one it's time bad. this incident happened, I remember uh, the train derailed or some shit. and The news was covering it, and they're like, "We're here reporting live." from a, a area that's below poverty
4: line. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I live in a below Real poverty life. line. <laughs> 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 fucking neighborhood. <laughs> you know what the I fuck out of me mean? here? But, but mean, it don't feel like that when, you, when you're when you growing up. But yeah, it's normal. You know what I mean? You, right. don't, you don't see it. You though, don't like. see that. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? yeah,
2: definitely. I mean, you know you're not privileged, but you know like, ah, fuck, below poverty line. Mm-hmm. That was, you know what I mean? I was like Mexico type of shit. He said, I'm back there. I was like, oh, fuck, right. I better get the fuck out of here somehow. That's
0: right. So, so I wanted to ask you this. I have a couple, but like, what I really want to ask you. So right now, you're you're obviously at a different level. When I was talking to you right now, right, you're at a different level in your mind, how you deal with things, and I actually like talking to you about that because I don't I haven't met any entrepreneur that says, said what you said. Right a lot now. of things, mm-hmm. yeah, because you're at a different level in your mind, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I feel like I'm barely reaching that level, right? But I like the stuff that you're saying. So, so what what would be I have a different question. Like, okay, so with you, what would be your fight right now? What is your fight in life, in entrepreneurship, because I I feel like you're fighting a different fight than most business owners, most entrepreneurs. Your fight's a little different because your mindset's different. So, So if you were to look and say, okay, this is my biggest fight as an entrepreneur right now, what would you say, would you consider your biggest fight right now?
2: I think is I think that that my biggest fire right now is kind of like reprogramming my my thought process and to you know because you become you become this thing this this machine that you make shit successful right and then all of a sudden you think you have this fucking vulnerability that I, and then everybody's around you's telling you everything you touch turns gold and everything you fucking do is successful I'm like well fuck it I yeah. guess I so I'll take on another fucking. Responsibility. Mm. I'll take on another fucking investment. And they don't s-
0: see what you go through to right.
2: make it. Exactly. So yeah, I think that right now I'm like reprogramming my brain. Like, hey, motherfucker, you're done. Like, you better slow your, slow your roll. You know what I mean? Go fucking enjoy the fruits of your labor. You know what I mean? The shit that you haven't
4: enjoyed. Because the um the, the I think with the the news the the downtown the the LA prohibition is been yeah. open for like a couple months now. Oh uh, yeah,
2: the, the new nightclub is the Lash. Man, yeah, yeah, Lash. yeah Lash, L- LA right. Social House. Yeah, so, but, you know what I mean, like it's, now that's a project that you got to get going, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean, and and some, you know, there's already been a little bit of trial and error with that, so, but it's LA, you know what I mean, now we're playing with the fucking big boys, you're in downtown LA now, you know what I mean, so, you got to, now you got to fucking take, take away from Hollywood, from West Hollywood, you know what I mean, and, and, you know, downtown LA has went through this transition that what hasn't been the best. You know what I mean? People yeah. are don't look at downtown LA like they did
1: especially in the last twenty 10 years. years. Yeah,
2: dude, fuck. Yeah. I remember I used to go, you know, twenty years ago and that was a shit that was a place to be. I, yes. mean, you know what I mean? Especially, you know, yes. you're a Latino and the, you know, they had the most happening clubs were were there. So mm-hmm. um, you know, you didn't really hear of Latinos going to West Hollywood and Hollywood. That shit wasn't our shit back then. But all that shit's changed. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And now everybody wants to be in West Hollywood or Hollywood and fucking LA downtown has all the fucking bums and yeah. <clears throat> you know and all this fucking housing going on, so mm-hmm. you know, so it's 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 been um it's been challenging, but you know what? It, it's it's good because I needed a challenge like that. That's you know right. what I mean? Like you get in your comfort zone where shit's easy, like fuck ah this successful, that night's successful, like you yeah. know the club be, below us is a fucking crazy ass success story. From the minute I opened up, the shit hasn't stopped yet. It's been open for you know. A little bit right before
0: pre-COVID. Yeah, I, I saw this place being built. Right yeah. during COVID, I would be going over here because the oh, place to yeah. still open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I saw it being built. Yeah. So yeah. So tell us a little bit about that success story then with this. So with this, um, we we bought
2: this building probably about 15 years ago. It was empty for about 17 years. Um, wow. And I'll tell you what happened, man. I, I had I had my my corporate offices in San Bernardino. I was leasing a building and I I want, I wasn't a relocate. I was looking for these fucking beautiful buildings and you know on the outskirts <coughs> of, of Riverside because at that time downtown Riverside was a fucking dump. There wasn't no right. This nightlife didn't exist here. Right. You know what I mean the only yeah. thing that happened that had was going on was Mario's and that it was, was a like
4: a ghost town. Yeah, wow, it was a ghost was town. Seville, so, so that was side of the bridge.
2: Yeah, side. right. Yeah, Seville so on the but what you call this area, yeah, it was yeah. a ghost town, you know. So one time, I'm looking for property for my office, and one day I I, um, I went out to New York, and I, and I stood there for a couple weeks, and I I hung, I was in Manhattan, and i just seen how vibrant the fucking downtown was. You know what I mean? I was like, you know, man, we don't got to have that in fucking Riverside, but at least we could have some energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I took a flight back, and I was like, man, fuck that. I'm not going to look in the outskirts. I'm going to downtown. You know what I mean? and And I already had about... 150 employees that were coming to, to work, you know, in and out, in and out. So I found this building. This building was abandoned for 17 years. I used to be an old architect building. Those were the last people that had it. And it was a fucking dump, man. And I remember just our brothers just thinking, like, what the fuck are we doing here? Seriously, so like, what are you doing to us, man? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, oh, man,
3: this shit could work. Yeah, oh, yeah. Person.
2: This shit could work. And you know we we had some capital, we didn't have crazy capital, but enough to fucking put you know put a nice little makeover on this place. It didn't look like it does now, right but, you know, nice little paint flooring and and um you know, and it's it was just i I came back from New York with the vision mm-hmm. to bring to downtown riverside, and we we fucking beautified this building. I brought my fucking people in here abandoned for 16 17 years all of a sudden it's crazy I you, had no hey idea. i'm blown away because this yeah.
1: this is what hit me is this place has been abandoned for 17 years that says that a lot of people tried to get this building it, it was it, a lot of people tried right you know which was unsuccessful for 17 years it's just nobody just didn't stop at the dorm like oh let's just look at it yeah. people tried to get in here so yeah. they had to trust this man to turn this downtown Riverside around, they had to put some type of trust in <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> no, yeah, you know, and even at the first the owner was like, "Man, fuck! You sure you want this place, man?"
2: I was like, "I'll take it, man. That's exactly what I'm looking for." So, <laughs> so think about it, this corner was empty. You know what I mean? And and so I brought all my employees at that time. They were mandated to wear ties, and you know what I mean. It was they had a, we had a, like a formal business attire and I had a bunch of fucking beautiful women working for me too so from one day to the next this building goes up and all of a sudden now you have a bunch of younger dudes coming looking like the front of the GQ magazine you know beautiful ladies coming to work as a full on professional place you know what I mean so we opened this place up four or five years later and then you know we are after work we'd hit the bars and I'd be like this fucking place is like all the bars here suck man
3: mm-hmm.
2: and I found prohibition and you know, so that's the story about Prohibition. It was going. It used to be a Cajun joint, some jazz, this yes. and that. But the owner was done. He said, "Give me a hundred grand, and I'm out of here." And
0: see, I want to ask you about Prohibition there because honestly, I love the concept, the name Prohibition. Yeah, I, I loved everything that you did. That's why I named this Roaring Twenty Three. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. That the episode. Um, I love the name. I love it. How'd you come up with that whole concept? You know what? Um,
2: at that time, we had kind of been out of the whole nightlife for quite some time because we took a step out of that whole scene um, when we got into the Bell business and really got deep into it. So we all our focus went into the building building this uh, Bell Bond's empire. <coughs> but when Sevilla's first opened up, we were the first promoters that were actually at Sevilla's. Mm-hmm. So we we became we became friends with the manager there, which his name was Miguel. Mm-hmm. Um, Miguel ended up leaving Sevilla's to go to Long Beach to go start his own shit. So, anyways, fast forward to when we bought Prohibition, we had a very good relationship with Miguel, and he came on as a consultant to help us bring a theme and whatnot. So he brought that theme to us. So my, oh, okay. you know, my, we owe this guy a lot of thanks. And we opened up Mescal after, and then we sold Mescal, but we sold it to him because we knew it was going to be. In the right hands, That's a lot right. of people wanting to sell. Like, That's I'll, good. I'll buy, it. but we're like, no way, dude. This is fucking our, this is downtown Riverside. You know what I mean? Like, we got even though we knew he was going to be a fierce competitor, we knew it had to be somebody that was going to fucking continue to share our yeah. vision. You yeah, know Right. What I mean? yeah. yeah
0: exactly. Cool. I like that. I like that. Right. Yeah, actually. So, so, so you want to go to that other one?
1: I, I want to ask this question.
0: Go, dear thing, oh. some too.
1: Um, first question I have is. What do you love as a CEO, business owner, entrepreneur? What do you love most about what you do?
2: I love to have the last word, the last say-so.
3: <laughs> I love that part, too. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I love, I love having that, the last say-so. Hey, Dallas.
2: yes. Yeah, I mean, definitely, like, that's. Holler. Holler. You know? Holler.
0: For sure. Because that, that um, a lot of times, I mean, I mean, look what you built, though. Right. It, it, it's it's kind of like well, shouldn't you have the last word? And even, even since, because the branding you've done, the things that you've accomplished, correct? I like, it kind of it's kind of like, come on, you don't trust my last word anyway. Howler, yeah. Yeah. he said. Howler, <laughs> oh, howler, that's howler
1: stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah. I love that. And
0: yeah. what are you most thankful
1: for?
2: Um, I, you know, I live a very blessed life, man, and, and to be able to give my kids, you know, that life. I mean. You know, last week we're on a fucking yacht going to Catalina, surrounded by fucking dolphins. And, you know, the, that's the shit that they're growing up with. You know what I mean? And, and um, Putting smiles on their faces. Oh, yeah. You, I mean,
1: might not, you mind uh, we ask the ages of your kids? If yeah, you're... sure. I have a
2: 16-year-old, an 11-year-old, and a 6-year-old.
1: Wow, they're living a great life. Oh, yeah, definitely. Man. This is a beautiful time. Yeah.
2: yeah. But, you know what I mean? That's that's the... That's, that's the drive now, you know. Yes. What I mean? That's the drive, and and you know, I'm trying to get my lazy ass sixteen year old to get over here and
1: work with me. That's right. <laughs> I'm That's like, right. Hey, dude, That's I the next be step the,
2: the for the rest of my life. You gotta A- fucking and step And you doing and you yeah.
1: doing this for them, so yeah. that, and you know when you want to, you know, so they he can be the boss.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like they don't right. want to hustle like we do. Hell no, they it's just don't. so, it's so different. different. Like dad, you got this. Yeah, exactly.
2: Nah, <laughs> dad. <laughs> You know, my, even my my 11 year old was like, "Ah, oh, Dad said, uh, uh, cash hat me 100 feet dollars a day." Why
0: can't I fucking go wash my cars and <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, I mean, same <laughs> that'll that, be, the, it'll
0: be the worst wash ever, too. Yeah, right? exactly. Dude.
1: You got to do something to get this money, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> we went five man. miles, I man. You got to do <laughs> something. But, you
3: know, I
2: mean, it's scary too because they're not—they're growing up. So fortunate that they're like, well, fuck, are they not going to have a drive when they? You're
1: right. You know what I mean?
2: Like, it's kind of scary, too. Like, okay, yes. like, my time's coming. I don't want to be doing this shit for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm going to check vacation. out. Yeah, exactly. Just do things. But you want to be able to say, okay, well, I'm going to pass this on to at least one of them. You know what I mean? So, right. and that's the scary part about knowing, thinking like, okay, when I'm ready to step down, which one of those guys is going to be able to step up?
0: Because, see, I have two kids, and um, and I'm very strict with them. I'm probably not strict as I should be, but I'm getting more strict with them now, too. Because yeah. I think the same thing. And uh, I have my kid running, doing – he's in football. He's doing a bunch of different things, yeah. and, and I'm pushing him hard right. like he's never been pushed before. Mm. And I feel like I'm doing that because I want to prepare him. Right. I do want him to have his own business. Mm-hmm. He's actually trying to develop something right now. He's only 13 years old. Yeah. So, right. And I'm trying to get, develop them into doing that. So I'm, I'm trying to, to – to, give that to them, because I know right. what will happen is, they can go off and be nothing, or if, so let's say I have a business, they can destroy it.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I keep
0: thinking that in my head, so I know that as a parent, as an entrepreneur, we usually give them too much leeway. Yeah, exactly. Where they can destroy your businesses. Right. You know, everything you built could just go <laughs> oh, to way. Oh, yeah, or or they know. won't
1: be ready. Yeah. Yeah,
2: because yeah. yeah, you don't want to, you know, and, and I learned this recently about that, you know, I had my kid working, my, being right here, a 16-year-old, and in the marketing department. It just wasn't his... You know, I could tell he wasn't vibing, so he had some money saved up, and he went and he bought himself um, this power washer and this trailer. Basically, a a, a setup to wash trash cans, trash bins. And I was like, the fuck you want to be washing trash bins when you got a a job here with me? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I didn't get it at the time. So, like, his... Yeah, hey, like, I was like, you know, and it took me a minute to catch, like, that's that's his vision, that's his goal, you know what I mean, like, mm. but there's still a hustle behind that, yes. you know what I
0: mean, yes. like, sure. you know what, the, that's, that's actually pretty interesting. That's great. Because um, I kind of like it, because um, at the end of the day, he's still going to do some grindy work. Right. Right, exactly. and he'll be and he'll be back. Yeah, he, he <laughs> yeah. definitely will yeah, be back. back.
1: Like, I, I can work, for, I can work for my dad and do less <laughs> yeah, labor. Yeah,
0: exactly. give, give him what a couple years on that, and then he'll be like, I'm done, Dad. I'm coming no. back. That, that, I hated it. I hate smelling like trash. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I almost, but it's actually good that he's doing that because it's giving him that hustle. It's giving him oh, that yeah. hard work. But when he comes back, and I feel like that's that's, I feel like we gotta give as an entrepreneur, we gotta give our children that. Hardcore hustle, still. right? Right. No, and you have to. They, yeah. they need to come from. They need to have feel feel a little. They're not going to feel what we felt. Right. A little bit of the gutter, like at least a little it, bit. It, of but the you gutter. don't want them yeah. to feel that. No, nah,
1: you, you don't. I mean, I, my it's son. Said than done. Yeah. It's easier said than done. Yeah. See, I'm. A, I, I hear you guys talking about our children and you know how we want to prepare them and make sure that they're ready to even support us in our business. Right. So my son. Um, you know, he was, I'm going to say when he was 19, I don't want to say his age now. when he was 19 years old, I still was in almost as, you know, this is my son, I'm going to take care of him, I'm going to make sure he's straight, which is always good, but it was almost like I was... Uh, holding him back from being great himself mm. i was still making grocery lists for a 19 year old child <laughs> like hey yeah. son what you want for groceries you know no, no. why he, he should have been like working right. helping me Buying out it, yeah. It, yeah bringing groceries into the house yeah you know what i mean yeah. i'm still stopping a- after i get off my business journey Hey, you know, you want anything from In-N-Out and Chick-fil-A? Where he should have been, he at home. He should have been doing that for me, like that. I know you're on your way home. You know, want me to stop yeah. and get something to eat? You but know, they're doing this, but they're doing yeah, this. Exactly. So I almost mess, you know. But now he's he's a beast. You know, he's, his entrepreneur mindset is is there. You know, he, he owns his own car, 22, 22 uh, Audi 8, you know what I mean? He's working, so he's... Uh, so you're,
2: you got blessed. You know and mean? I almost,
1: That's I a almost held him back from exactly. from that by still babying him and not pushing him forward to be right. great. I right, feel like right, it's right.
0: kind of hard for entrepreneurs sometimes <clears throat> because you want to give him. My sister's an entrepreneur. I know you're watching, Cal but like a lot of times you give them too much. Yes. Yeah. and because, because you're like, I didn't get that when I was young. I want to give them everything. Yeah. but Then they start being bratty. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And then you got to punk them. And Less drive. Comes, yeah. Exactly. yeah. And, and their drive is not like nowhere near what yours is. What was. yours is. Right. <laughs> and, I, and I
2: think that's like, that's uh, society's issue in a whole because no matter in what bracket you fall, I think nowadays compared to like when back then, you you didn't have it you're just not gonna get it now everybody finds a way to to provide that not you know not 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 knowing like hey, am i spoiling my kid
0: too much you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and i feel like i was doing that and i just recently just stopped so I, i made sure that i'm going a little harder on them you know what i mean yeah i feel like that's as an entrepreneur that's a big deal as an entrepreneur so i feel like entrepreneurs need to know this like business owners to know this about their kids. If not, they're gonna they're gonna basically <clears throat> disable them yeah. from from being an entrepreneur themselves or in life. Right, right, you exactly. Know what I
2: mean, Now we gotta definitely get back as as a side to say no to our damn kids and look <laughs> up, <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like right. damn, the it right has there. to be a
1: habit. Sometimes <laughs> if you're going too hard, yeah, giving them right, right. like, hey, I gotta that no word gotta flow off my mouth constantly <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. They taking advantage.
0: Do you have some questions, Rico? I know you had some questions. I got a lot, but
4: no. like you go do your um, thing. What makes you, like when sometimes when I know when the business it might it might not be as successful as you want to or move as fast as you want to. Right. What makes you get up and still want to keep doing it instead of just being like, you know what, I got this many businesses, I don't need this. What makes you want to keep still? trying to put energy and time into that, that one business that's doing.
0: That's actually a good question. Yes. Right. I like that one
4: a lot. So like, let, cause, cause
0: you're successful right now, right?
4: Right.
1: And he right. already said that he yeah. could
4: stop. He said, I yeah. can stop
1: so doing go, everything let's, let's, right let's now. Let's
0: go back, back when, right? Like, like when you feel, when he, was, when he was saying what he said, let's go back like a little bit back further when, when you were like still having to figure it out. Right. I know?
2: think, I think even now, you know I mean? Like, you know, let's just take, for example, LA, you know I mean? I thought I was going to open up this place and that, hundreds of people were going to come, you know what I mean? And that hasn't been the case. It's It's been, I wouldn't say humbling because I'm kind of like past it all. Oh, it humbled me. No, you, you're. A, this is what you asked for, you know what I mean? So when we do an event with a promoter and that event doesn't go good, um, you know, we all have somebody to answer. So I answered, my, my partner is my brother, and so we... He's like, Well what happened? You you're know what I mean board. you brought this freaking cat over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I you know like I'm so I'm so into what I do that when let's just say a, a Saturday night event went whack, you know what I mean? And it happens, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's been times where I've been to that club and it was just me and my girl in there, you know what I mean? Just we're the only ones in there. But I said, you know what, fuck this. You're gonna sit your ass here mm-hmm. and you're gonna go through it, you know what I mean? Because I'm sitting there in an empty ass venue. Mm-hmm. And feeling like, hey, if you don't want to see this shit happen again, then you better be sure. at freaking the office with your team on Monday saying, hey, guys, we got to get fucking back to work because whatever we did, it didn't work. Mm-hmm.
4: And that's why I mean?
1: you stay here and glued every exactly. day. You know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. that's the
4: that's even with, Even with me. So I, um, I work at your, your Riverside Prohibition Right. As one of the promoters. Correct. And um, Adam actually brought me in. Thanks, Adam. Uh, um, right. He, um, so the first time we opened, we almost sold out all the all the tables right and i i brought the amount of people i had and buyers or whatever but then i want to say like probably like two weeks after that it was like where it was on like half of the club in there right and then it makes you feel a certain way like damn what did i do wrong right exactly. you want to put it all on you but you can't it's just like like you said the next week you gotta see what show you do again wrong. you know what i mean yeah, show definitely. Up again and then figure out what you did wrong and then don't do it again and then proceed from there. Right. But if you give up, I mean you you are more likely to succeed not giving up by just giving up. I mean, no, I mean, yeah, definitely. You know, you're you could you could go to your
2: go to your you know, I, I could be in my house for a couple of days and hide and I want to come out but you know, it's not going to get me nowhere. You know, what I mean, my, the way that I work by Monday, I'm like a fucking horse trying to come out of a fucking hit the races. You know, I'm, I I want right. to get back in my office. I want to sit down with my team and be like, "Okay, guys, Something went wrong, let's try to fix it. And, you know, I mean, <clears throat> some things work and some things don't, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's part of the business process. And it doesn't matter, you know, I could have this fucking place erupting here at DTE. I could have my restaurant in San Diego. That's one of the most fucking sexiest restaurants in downtown San Diego. Very freaking beautiful women. It's a straight Miami vibe. But, you know, you might have that there, and you might have my other restaurant. I do so great. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's never going to be a fucking fairy tale story, you know what I mean? That yeah. that shit
1: doesn't exist, you know. So as a business owner, entrepreneur, CEO. Yeah. Do you feel like you always have something to prove?
4: At this point, yeah. Uh,
2: you know what? It's not that you have something to prove, mm-hmm. it's that you take it personal when mm-hmm. you don't succeed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's oh, good. That's I'm better than that. Yes. You know what I mean? And I know that I'm better than that. And and you know, and that's what brings out that like that shark in you. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, I want, I need to come back from this. You know what I mean? Because I know that I could do better, and I just, I'm very self-competitive. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know yeah I mean, so, very self. So, yeah. yeah, like, hey. You're I talk to myself a lot, not because I'm fucking crazy, but... If you answer back, then it's <laughs> When, you, when yeah. you
4: answer back, then you're I'm doing that same line. Yeah. Don't answer back. Don't answer
0: back. I'll answer back at everything. Kind of hey, we go
4: through everything. all kinds of... Hey, we go through all kinds of schizophrenic when
1: I'm like uh, on the road. I, and then
0: when I see my friends, I'm going to say it. I'm normal. <laughs> right. As normal as I can be. Yes, uh, for sure. Yeah, but for sure, man. Th- that's That's real, though, because... I mean, as an entrepreneur, life is just completely different. So so when when something doesn't succeed the way you want it to, you take it personal. mostly, I mean, I feel like me, personally, I'm not on your level. But let's say, like, I'll take it personal a different way where, like, in my mind, I'm still, like... Fuck it! I'm am still gonna do this tomorrow. Like right. it's, it's not stopping. Right. But then when you see people looking at you, you're like, well, stop looking at me. Like <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I'm right. saying? Like like know, I know I'm better than this. Yeah. I know I can make this do better. But today just wasn't the day. Right. But these these people don't look at it like that. Right. They're, look, they're looking at you like, what's going on here? You know right. What I'm saying? Exactly. Like, and, and that's annoying. You know, I, so I know where you're yeah. coming from on that, especially when you built what you built. No, oh, yeah. And, and then they're like, "Hey, what's going on with today?" And they're looking at right. you like, "Why are you looking at me? Why don't you look at yourself?" <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, why is it always on well, me? One hundred percent. You know what I mean? For example, when I'm in, when I was in
2: LA that day, it was I was the only one in there, except the bartenders. You know, the bartenders are like, I will work anywhere. I came here because I believe in your brand. You know what I mean? So, I I look at them like, "Fuck, oh, he's going for the price." They're like, "What happened to this guy?" Where the Where's the people at right here? (laughs) We're here to to work, you know what I mean? But it's a good team, you know what I mean? And they understand that, you know, shit happens, you know what I mean? But they're very supportive. Uh, You know, I I have an amazing team across the board with our bartenders, our servers, our bottle service team, that even if we have a slow night, they understand and they believe in the brand to the point where like, hey, you know what? We're going to bounce back.
0: But it took a while for them to get to that point, huh?
2: Yeah, definitely. Because a
0: lot of the times, people would look at you differently, huh? Right. And and then you had to get to the point you're at now. And those are the times that you had to fight through that that, mm-hmm. that, that most people can't do. Right. So a lot of people, I, I know per, people personally that have businesses that were making, like, a lot of money their first right. couple of years, right? But then something happened, and they couldn't get those looks, and right. They couldn't ha- not have as much money as they could, so they shut it down. Mm. And they could still they still could have fought through that, right? But they decided not to because the look of things wasn't on up to par for them. But you, that's, that's the difference between a real business owner entrepreneur, right? Because you, you, for sure, owning clubs, you've had to get those looks. Oh yeah, why definitely. is it empty, right? And <laughs> yeah. then you're feeling like damn, but just right. still like. All of you, I'm still going to do this tomorrow. Yeah, just the next day. But there's people that don't do that. Absolutely. No, yeah, exactly.
2: Right. Yeah, but that's you know what I mean. And that's and I've seen a lot of people come in here with a lot of big dreams and aspirations. But it takes more than just building a beautiful venue. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean because if you, I could, I could, um, you know, get a couple of people and and raise capital and go build a, a beautiful venue. But you got to have. You know, you gotta have a certain element in your DNA to be like, hey, you know what? I can bounce back from this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I gotta make adjustments here. I gotta make these adjustments there. And you know, I've bought you know three or four venues off of people that just they couldn't. You know, I mean, they couldn't take, they they couldn't humble themselves. You know, I mean, they couldn't take the humility. They couldn't say, well, fuck. How do I bounce back from an empty venue? How do I bounce back from multiple uh, unsuccessful events? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just. You just gotta kind of find that proper adjustment. It's there. You know what I mean? It, I think any business has the opportunity to be successful um, as long as you don't give up and you don't get in over your head with anything because you get in over your head, then you start thinking about the overhead and shit and this and that, and that shit's going to fucking bury you. You know what I mean?
1: How, how often do you meet with your team, with your pack, with your with your brothers and, and meetings and, and, and what you guys are doing and where you guys are going and what needs to be completed or what needs to be, you know, done. I
2: think that we, we work together very, very, uh, consecutively, maybe about three days a week. Mm. Yeah, very, that's a very, extremely tight. Yeah. Yes, that's a lot to have. Meetings. Yeah, definitely. And, and you and know, I mean, you got, you know, you got a, an empire of, you know, 40 plus Balbon offices, employees all over the place. You got call centers, wow. So um, Can you
1: see any different challenges between your clubs, your restaurants, and your and your insurance uh, business? Is there any different challenges that you would say? Um, I think so. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, the elements
2: are different when it comes to um, <clears throat> Bell Bonds versus, you know, having restaurants and venues or whatever the case is. But, you know, man, at the end of the day, it's it's, you know... No matter what you do in whatever business, you want to drive traffic to it. You know what I mean? You want to drive traffic. And, and obviously, you want to make sure that that your staff takes care of your, your clients. You know what I mean? I, I can't be in fucking Oakland and San yes. Diego. You know what I mean? So right. so it's tough, man. It's a
1: challenge trying to make sure that even when you can't be there, that everything is operating in a way it's supposed to yeah. be operating because I can't be there physically. I definitely
4: when you know you're successful when you, when you don't have to show up to work. Yeah. And the work is still working for you. Right, so, definitely. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people say I'm successful because I have a lot of money. Right. But you're still stressed out. You're still half to go down and correct certain things. Right. So is it, when? what do you call successful? Not not as far as money, but like successful as far as like made it to a certain point where you're comfortable as far as trusting other people in your in your staff. Right, right
2: definitely. <coughs> I think that it's, you know, I mean, you don't measure success by, um money. I mean, fuck, dude, you can make a million dollars and fucking owe 1.2 and then work, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So,
1: That was a great question. I'm a, He said, what do you consider or what is being successful in business? Mm-hmm. Um, I think you got to build a
2: very good foundation, you know what I mean? Because money's going to come, but just like money comes, money's going to fucking go right out the back door, you know what I mean? On, on expenses and whatnot, but I think the goal of, of any business should be to, to be still to make, in business. <laughs> yeah, you got to make a profit. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You got to fucking make a profit, and it's it's a science, it's mathematics. I'm not that fucking great at it, but I'm fortunate to be to hire people that <laughs> exactly. are great at
0: it. You know what I mean? So I love that. At the beginning, you were though. Yeah, no, definitely. You had to be. I didn't have right that. Yeah, exactly. At the beginning, I was too. Right. But now I have people doing that for me for, too. Right. right. So I understand that because mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. because you're 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 who you are and making a business, your vision, your marketing, you, the the look of things, right? And that's pretty much how I am, and I feel like I, I relate with you on that. And you get everybody else in their position because you right. got to be the person above it, looking at it all. Right. Yeah, definitely. You know, you're more visual. Yeah,
2: definitely. And I think that you know, I mean, uh, uh, some of the problems I see with some of these guys that are starting out, they want to be driving that fucking brand new Mercedes Benz. They want to be having that exactly. fucking luxury ass apartment. Mm-hmm. And, and it's then, too early for that. Exactly. And then yeah. you go get yourself a girl that. You know, only she wants to Louie, and she wants this. Like instead of being the team member and saying, "Hey,
1: talk about I'm it. gonna
2: support you. We're gonna go get this together." Yeah, you know what I mean? Because, you know, I, mean, I remember going through a bad relationship like that when I first started in the business, and and this girl wanted to be Howard and fucking. She wanted me to I didn't mean, know what the fuck Louboutin was until so she brought it. You know, but, that's good. T-step. And, but I was just barely starting out. You know what I mean? I was like. Uh, I ain't doing that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, so that's
0: we, fire. Yeah, so we do Talk a dating and relationship podcast uh, with, with a lot of the, with a lot of girls. We added that to our, our roster, and um and a girl, the, the dudes need to hear this because, I mean, that we, was awesome we, yeah, for me. We ain't bad. That, that's consider. You say that's bad, dudes. That, that that go ahead and take care of girls. Right? They see you got pretty, a little money, and you know,
1: all yeah, of a yeah, sudden, exactly.
3: it's
0: like, nah, just 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 do what you need to do with them and move on. No, <laughs> yeah,
3: definitely.
2: I see guys right now. You know what I mean? That they're they're chasing paper, but they're not chasing paper for the bank. They're chasing paper for the for girl. Girl. girls. I got to maintain this relationship. Like, no, you don't got to maintain it, nah. brother. Like, let that shit go. And then even You nowadays, know what I mean? Because she ain't going to pay your fucking bills true. when she's gone. You know what exactly. I mean? And she
0: will be gone. Oh, yeah. She definitely. will be gone. Because there's going to be somebody always making more money. Yeah. Than, you know, no, you know yeah. They see someone at another level, they'll hit that. Yeah, exactly. If they see you hit another level, they'll come back to you, or they'll see someone else. They're just going to keep going.
2: No, yeah, absolutely. You know? And I know a lot of fun, amazing women out there that are um, self-sustained. They have their own little businesses. They're not out there fucking mooching down dudes or whatever the case is. And, but they're you know, rare. They're,
0: they're more rare. Huh? Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, it's, it's it's rare, but it's it's out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, you know I mean? Some guys are, you know, like, you, you can't just put yourself in a position where you're chasing something like that and, Half of your fucking earnings are going going to that shit, you know what I mean? And what caught
1: me in the beginning and when he first spoke, he said, when I first started off, I had this young lady that was trying to get in my pockets. It's like, hey, I'm just starting. Yeah, <laughs> you she know see, what I mean that was the, the key for me she, Oh yeah, bro. she couldn't see like dang she we ain't even there yet oh, man, bro, and bro, you, you want know. Louis Vuitton wait till I you get don't there know, bro. I, I, to
2: this day I think about I look back at that situation I thank God like That's I don't think I'd be here today if I was if I didn't have the power to tell her oh, I'm out <laughs> she was gorgeous she was you know hot but I was just like nah man I had to put shit on the scale and be like nah it ain't worth it man I'm out yeah, there's
0: like 20 more of you now, right? Now? Yeah, <laughs> I exactly. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like throw all over the place. Yeah, we got 10. Definitely. 10. Okay, so so um, you, you, I know
4: you got another one, yeah. right? So um, and that's what. And, and speaking more on that, a lot of a lot of people, especially guys as far as entrepreneurs, they don't um, I don't think they take enough time to invest back in in themselves. So they right. get that fifty thousand, thirty thousand, and they go by Something to look cool for everybody else, right? But don't realize you're supposed to put it back in you. Yeah, you know definitely. what I mean? You're, you're supposed to water your own plant because everybody's not gonna do it for you because when your plant's dead, then you're looking around like nobody got me now all my money's gone. Yeah. And you know, nobody's around. Exactly. I don't think a lot of people know how to invest back in themselves. Was it kinda hard for you when you when you first uh went to the bank and you seen this amount of money, and you was like, oh, shit, you know what I mean. Coming from where you came from, right? But was it like, was it kind of hard to to budget your money? And-
2: I, I think it was very self. It was very self discipline, man. You know what I mean? And and um, I don't even know how because I'm a spender. You know what I mean? But but I just knew the importance of like, I didn't want to be fucking stressing out. Do I? How do I pay my electricity bill? How am I going to keep my employees? And so, you know what I mean? I would just we'd get this fucking money that would come in. It would go straight from the safes to the banks, you know. What I mean, even if it was cash, like I know a lot of people would be like, Oh no, you'll keep the cash. And I'm like, Fuck that, man. Every fucking last penny goes to the fucking bank, and you know what I mean? You you'll, know
1: you best.
2: Yeah, exactly. Because I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? Fuck, dude, I, I will go, you know, buy something. But it took me time to get to that point, you know. A yeah. lot of cats see me these nowadays, and um, but they just see the, they see this day, you know what I mean? They don't see the fucking struggle that. I went through I've been right. in this fucking mm. game. You know, I've been at, at this for, you know, twenty plus years. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't always fucking these nightclubs and <clears throat> and fancy cars or whatever the case is. Now, you know, these people coming in across me like, Well fuck it, where this guy lives. Yeah, bro, but you you didn't see my hurt. struggles. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I and, and, and one of the struggles. It's being self-disciplined. You know what I mean. You I gotta love be it. self-disciplined, yeah. not to fucking spend. You know I what I mean. It. Don't touch that fucking money. You know I what I mean. It. Because if you do, a rainy day's gonna come. Right. And you're gonna be you of luck. You I know love it. Mean?
1: You? And that's why it's important. No, go ahead, go ahead. And that's why it's important that even when you do, when we do find, you know, that marriage or that right one, is to make sure that she's the same, also. You know, because at the end of the day, you get a big spinner coming in. You know, it's okay. Are to, the
0: right ones. I <laughs> If you have
1: the right ones, as he say, maybe all of them would be spending taking something out of the pot, you know, but it's so important that we do find that person that has that mentality like us. Yes, like he said, it's okay to spend, but you got to know you have to have that money set aside for either um, other business opportunities or a rainy day. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that's just how life is, you know, yeah, you, yeah, if, you, if you just spin, 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 Louie, Louie <laughs> yeah, and, right. and Gucci, Gucci and all everything else, Prada, broke, Prada, broke, Prada broke, broke, broke. you're going to be broke, broke, broke at the end of the day. Yeah, you got to have some type of self-discipline.
2: Self-discipline, because then another thing that's a big ass factor that a lot of dudes don't think about is fucking taxes, man. Right at the
1: <laughs> end of the year, <laughs> right? that taxes is coming. Payroll um,
2: taxes, And yeah. <laughs> they will put you out. out to taxes, right, they coming. They been
0: coming after me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I hate payroll taxes the most out of taxes. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, I'm sick of those payroll taxes. Yeah, yeah you
3: know, it's coming, tax,
2: man. I tell these cats, hey, man, you making money, you better think about it. $0.80 cents per dollar has got to go to fucking IRS, bro. Yeah. yeah. Do, you a, t- do
4: you have a team for that? Or do you, yeah. did you learn how to like do it yourself kind of just because it's CPA, your money? Good so CPA. You know, I mean, you can't trust yeah, no, name. we
2: have a very good CPA. Um, well, he's a CFO. but oh, okay. Yeah, definitely, man. I don't fuck with that. Yes. And then, um, I mean, it's to the point where I don't even have access to my own. And not because I don't want to. I mean, obviously, I'm the fund CEO of the company. But that's how evolved and structured this operation is where you know i mean like i don't touch that fucking money that that money is controlled by the cfo and you know they they pay the bills and they give my paycheck and i'm cool
1: with that
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's how it is done in business though right oh yeah exactly we need that
1: number one answer that we yes that's what i was gonna
0: do okay so i gotta i want to ask you one last question before we close so okay you and as a person as a human being who you are Take away the businesses, take away the money, the clothes, the cars, everything. Just you, butt naked. Who are you? Um, I think I'm a, I'm a, I'm
2: a, I'm a guy that just wants to. Um, you know, I I get up and I can continue to drive towards the goal of success. Um, I thrive on it. I thrive on the chase to success, and you know I've had a lot of successes in my life so I, I know that feeling but I also know the feeling of not being successful mm. and I don't like that feeling mm-hmm. so it drives it, it drives my it drives me and, and and really makes me work very hard at what I do you know what I mean so you know who am I i am a very fucking hard-ass worker mm. that's it that's, that's good, what's good that's yeah. good and if I had to start from fucking scratch and I'm gonna be that same fucking hard ass worker. That's for yeah. uh, yeah. sure. So, that's fire. And and oh. I'm glad I got that discipline <laughs> of coming to the office every day. You know what I mean? Like that's why I build a beautiful fucking office so I can enjoy mm-hmm. coming here and you this know. This is what your mean? home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: You're here probably more than you are at home.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, you know, you look at the room next door. I don't know if you guys got a chance to look at that, but it's a chill room. We got bean bags in there. We got it's fucking. Like, video games, I mean, there's times in there that we're fucking in there for hours, hours Enjoying creating shit. life, yes. We gotta create things, yes. you know what I mean? Like, people want to see new things and, you know what I mean, thankfully AI has now came into the picture mm-hmm. and it's... I um, use it all the time. Oh yeah, I'm a fucking... I'm, I'm an AI person, I love AI. Um, you know, we've tried to implement it to what we do here, and we feel we've had the edge, uh, you know, with our competitors because they haven't really touched mm-hmm. into it, but... Yeah. Um, you know, but when you're in this room with a bunch of thinkers and creators, that's what you do.
0: You're gonna create awesome. shit. You For know fun. what I mean? That's yeah. fire. I love that. that yeah, me too, that, man. man. we got to bring you on again for this. Because so, <laughs> I feel like we haven't been touched after this part. I feel like we haven't been in touch a lot it's, now. It's since, you know, the crea- yeah. since the creative mind <laughs> yes, came out. The creative that. thoughts. I know, uh, man. Yeah, that's dope. But but I want to thank you for having us here. Thank you. Well, I appreciate I'm, you guys coming, I'm, man. I'm glad we got to see your operation. Yeah. You know, yeah. What, upstairs. I've seen the club before. Right. Yeah. I've never seen it up here. This is dope, man. Thank you. I'm loving it. Well, you know, when when Rico first set me up, I was like, man, I don't do
2: interviews, man. Like that's my brother's (laughs) shit. My brother. His his, his exact words: I'm not. I'm not. Dude,
4: you did really well. but we made it easy for you, right? Oh yeah, you did.
2: Yeah, Yeah, definitely. You know, I'm like I went live on my Instagram. I don't think I've ever. I didn't know how to do that. (laughs) How'd you like the experience? It was fucking amazing, man. Really. Appreciate. Because you know, sometimes people don't know the story. Right. All they hear see is the flyers and the the this and the that. But you know, our fucking our story is a very. It's a good story. They're educational.
0: About... Yeah. So, so now, either... maybe
1: the brothers will want to come back and do one with oh, the oh, you. Yeah.
2: All That would be sure. a good one. We'll though. probably be fighting at the middle of the...
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I
4: started... Hey, first. just do <laughs> no tequila there. No tequila there. We gonna put the boxing gloves <laughs> on the table. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> we want to thank you for coming on. Thank Howls you, guys, I appreciate it. And mm-hmm. you are our ultimate howler. Obviously, you built this. Yes. And you want to take it away?
1: I'm Ronnie Adams. This is Howl's Over Bass.
0: I'm Jacob Casas, Shed the Sheep. How's over, bass. Right, so, so, we're out. We're bro. out. Peace out. Peace. Thank you, Thank you fellas. Cool. Awesome. We off? Appreciate you, man. Thank you, bro. That Thank was you. Great. That, was that was great. That was
3: great. That's, Thank you, man. I love that you, interview. <laughs> yeah. so it was like straight entrepreneur. All right. Dude. <laughs> All